This is Your Business Unleashed, a podcast about building a business that makes money without you. I want to help you grow your company effectively so you can enjoy your work and your life more. I'm your host, Clayton Aiken. I'm an accountant and business advisor, an entrepreneur and a family man. Every episode, I'll provide simple, actionable insights for entrepreneurs who want to get off the treadmill. We'll talk to other business owners about their journeys and industry experts about the tools that they use to gain a competitive edge. Let's unleash your business. Welcome to this week's episode of Your Business Unleashed, where we're going to talk about standardizing your service offering. This kind of plays well with episode number six, where I encourage business owners to switch to a tr- subscription model and fix in their fees wherever possible to achieve some scale. A lot of this is going to be geared towards our business, so from an accounting firm perspective, but I encourage you to think about it for any business that is a service company, but a lot of product companies will work for this as well. Uh, but this is going to be very accountant accounting focused. Some of you may know that I'm on a sub-council of practitioners from around North America for a company called Ignition. They've asked me to put together a short presentation on best practices and the steps, uh, or what I think the steps are for crafting your service library. For the benefit of those watching on Ignition's website, my name is Clayton Aiken, and I'm the managing partner at a firm called Aiken Henderson CPAs in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Uh, we have several divisions. We have indirect tax, U.S. and cross-border uh, tax and compliance, Canadian tax and compliance, and what we call Guru, which is our fixed fee, all-in-one, books-to-tax, fractional CFO uh, package. Enough about me. So here's the four steps that I believe you should take in setting up your services library. Step one is brainstorming. Step two is categorizing, naming, and scoping. Step three, pricing and billing types. Step four, import, review, test, iterate. Let's get into it. All right, so brainstorming. When I help clients craft their service offering, it usually starts with a team meeting style brainstorming session. We have a whiteboard in the room, or if you're more modern, you can use a Miro board if you're remote. I'm somewhere in between, so here's my Excel sheet. Um, The idea here in this step is to figure out all the services that you offer. Here's three best practices for step one. First, I highly encourage you to include all members of your team in this session who have any interactions at all with your customers. A lot of micro ideas come out of the woodwork when you bring your entire team to the table. Two, no service is too small. Write everything down. You want to get very micro during this step. It's a brainstorming session. So I'll give you some examples of this later. But a lot of firms wrap bundle services into a single category like year end. It may be a good idea to think of the component parts as separate services, at least for this step. And my third best practice, sometimes it's best to think in terms of the client's experience with your firm. In fact, all the time, it's best to think of in terms of the client's experience with your firm. What is their path from when they fill out a contact form or reach out to you all the way to when you give them your deliverable? What are the potential steps in between? All right, so the common stuff that accounting firms come up with are bookkeeping, corporate tax returns, personal taxes, advisory, payroll, financial statements, that kind of stuff. But we can't forget the smaller stuff like discovery, integration, payroll setup, uh, year-end tax slips, a scanning charge. Yes, we charge a scanning charge. Bookkeeping cleanup and responding to pre-assessment reviews, quick meetings or quick questions. We all love the quick questions. Uh, preparing and filing special tax forms. 
So that's the brainstorming session. You want to make sure you get very micro on that. So step two is categorizing, naming, and scoping. We'll start with categorizing. So we find it easiest to categorize our services into service lines or popular uh, service types, and then we bucket them together in our brainstorm. Here's my my, uh, MindMeister. And so financial statements could be broken down, for example, into financial statements dash notice to reader or financial statements dash review or financial statements dash audit. Bookkeeping could be broken down into monthly, weekly or quarterly. At Aiken Henderson, we have four different service lines. So we find it helpful to categorize the services of each service line. Since Ignition integrates with our accounting software, it makes it super simple for us to track each service to a particular GL code and each client to a particular category or we have it set up in zero as a service line. And so we can really get get really, really close just using zero to produce the revenue side of our PNL <clears throat> without doing a whole lot of extra work at all in the bookkeeping software. So here's a best practice that we like to use for our naming. So I have dumped our uh, service list out of our ignition uh, our ignition instance, and here it is. So we've we've got various different types of um, advisory, for example. And so we put advisory dash and then describe the type of advisory, and we can set up custom uh, custom elements to that particular type of service. And we'll get into this later, but this serves two purposes. First, it, it, putting advisory right at the front of the name helps the client clearly identify which service they're looking at in the proposal. So it's a good client experience feature, we find. And second, we got a ton of services in our library, so this helps us stay organized find them faster. So you want to come up with a standard naming structure of services for your firm. Uh, For anyone watching this video, you can see what ours are here on the screen. If you're listening to this on the podcast or some other audio version, you can visit our YouTube channel to see what I'm talking about. Uh, We've got this on our YouTube channel. So when you sign up with Ignition, they're also going to give you some supports. So here is their uh, generic sort of import template and you, but if they, if you ask them nicely, I'm sure that they will also give you a pre-populated set of, you know, popular uh, service types. Okay. So next is scoping. So with each of your services mapped out, you can now create a custom service uh, description for each service that makes it super easy for the client to understand exactly what they're getting. We actually do this right on our website. If you go to our pricing, we've got our pricing on our website, but we get very micro on what we include and it actually mirrors what is in our ignition instance. And so uh, people know exactly what they're getting. And so when we craft our service descriptions, we we include them in two sort of headings. So we start with we will, and then we bullet point out the things that we will do included in that service. And then after that, we put you will, and we put in bullet points, the things that we expect our clients to do in that service. So this serves two wonderful purposes. One, the scope is clearly defined. If something pops up that isn't contemplated in the agreement, we can simply and quickly refer to that and send out a new proposal to cover uh, that new service. And two, it sets expectations with your client about exactly what you expect their involvement to be. So things under the you will category would be you will respond to our questions in a timely manner. You will attend all regular scheduled meetings on time. Under the we will category for a particular service, for example, if it's year ends, we might say we will prepare your financial statements, prepare and file your corporate tax returns, prepare and file up to three T5 dividend slips and file your annual GST return. 
So remember, you're trying to capture the most generic wording for each service here. You can customize your service descriptions later when you craft a particular proposal for a particular customer. So don't get too bogged down in the details. Excel is a great place to organize all of this, and I highly recommend using Ignition's template uh, to get to get going on here because you can you can actually import it uh, later. Another best practice that we like, so we used to have three different bookkeeping services. We used to have bookkeeping weekly, bookkeeping monthly, and bookkeeping quarterly. Now we just have bookkeeping um, because before with the three services, if we wanted to update the description or the terms of service, we had to go into three services to update all of them. And hopefully they all lined up and it was just a bit of an administrative burden. So what we've done now is we have a single bookkeeping service and in the description we have in bold with, you know, sort of lines through we go weekly, monthly, quarterly. And that way, whoever's drafting the proposal can go in and edit out the ones that don't apply for that particular proposal. And that makes it really uh, simple for us. So just a best practice that you may want to consider, but see which way works best for you. A quick note on terms of service at the service level. So some services require custom terms of service that are not covered in your company's general terms of service. Check out Ignition's training video on the differences between the two types of terms of service service, general terms, and service level terms for more on that. Okay, so we've done our brainstorming, which is step one. We've done our categorizing, naming, and scoping, which is step two. We're on to step three, which is pricing and billing types. So the point when you should start, this is the point when you should start thinking about how to bill your services. Ignition has a load of great different billing types and they'll pretty much suit any situation you could think of for billing. You can choose from options like automatic upfront billing, manual on completion billing, automatic weekly, monthly, quarterly, or future billing. And you could even take a percentage of a total expected billing upfront as a deposit before you get going on a job. So for example, we flat rate corporate year ends wherever possible. So we attach that flat rate to that service. But for new customers, we'll ask for a 50% deposit up front uh, because we don't know them yet. And then for every other, everybody else, we charge at the end of the engagement. I know a lot of practitioners that charge everything at the beginning of the engagement, and that works really well for them. So figure out what's going to work best for you in uh, these billing types. You can also choose what the price type will be. So you can choose how to bill. Um, and so you could choose to bill by the unit. So you could choose to bill by the hour or day, or you could customize it to choose by whatever unit you want. You could choose to bill by the chicken if that's how you get paid. And so you could choose to bill by a fixed price, a price range, or you can add something as an included service, for example. So we use included services, that's a $0 charge for things like client discovery. That's where we go out and gather their tax history and their minute book and get set up online with their IRS or CRA account. We do this as a sep so it, for two reasons. One, in the proposal, it shows the customer what we're going to be doing, and we can program it to trigger a workflow in our workflow management tool. We use Zero Practice Manager. Some people use Carbon. Uh, Ignition integrates nicely with a lot of different workflow management tools, and it'll actually trigger a client discovery job. And so as soon as a client signs, our back office team goes and starts executing that client delivery with no involvement from me. So in our guru proposals, so that's, remember, that's our fixed fee all in books to tax solution. We might set up various different projects and billing types in a single proposal. For example, a new 
proposal for Guru may include discovery at no charge. It's included service. Integration and setup of the accounting system. That's a fixed fee up front. We charge a fixed fee for that. Same as setup of payroll. Um, that's a fixed fee upfront service. We may have catch-up bookkeeping that we bill on our, at our hourly rates on completion. We may have year-end financial statements and taxes that are billed at, for any catch-up is billed 50% up front and then 50% when we're done. But then going forward, it's billed at a fixed monthly rate. We may have ongoing bookkeeping, payroll support, software, uh, fractional CFO, fractional controllership, and that's all fixed. And it starts and we bill on the first of the month every month. So, and then we'll usually throw in an indirect tax consultation so that our indirect tax leader can check and see if the customer has been handling their GST, PST, HST uh, obligations correctly. And that's a flat rate that we charge up front. So your pricing and billing type decisions can be put directly in the Excel template. I'll show you an example here. And so if we go over here, we can see, sorry, this is the service description in the template. This is the billing mode how much we're going to charge for it and what the price type is. And so you can see all of that is in here and you can set that up in your Excel template. Okay, so we've done step one, brainstorming. Step two, uh, step two is categorizing, naming, and scoping. Step three is pricing and billing types. Now we're ready to import step four. So you import, I recommend using uh, the help of your ignition rep if it's confusing to you, although it's fairly intuitive. Once your services have been imported, you can review them in detail to make sure they match your expectations. So things to review are your service naming, service description, um, your service level terms of service, your pricing and billing types, and the GL code for the integrated accounting software. I'll show you in our Ignition instance how that looks. In the services library, I'm going to go into this service. And so I want to review the service name, make sure it's consistent with our standardized nomenclature. We might have a few spelling errors in here that Microsoft editors picking up in my web browser. We want to check the price type, the price, the tax rate, the billing mode. And if we flip over to apps, we can see where the G, which GL code this is going to. And in fact, we can trigger a workflow template from XPM in this. This pulls in the workflow templates. So that's going to be your review. A best practice here is to have your team members, all of them that you can get involved in this process, ask them to review this from a client's perspective and from a workflow perspective to make sure it all hangs together. So this is your chance to put your best foot forward with your customers. So make it uh, easy to read and have others review your service library before you use it to win work. Again, the more people that review this stuff, the better. Once you're done your testing, set a few members up, uh, the initial testing and review, set a few members up in Ignition, a few members of your team and send them out some proposals so that they get to see what the client's going to experience. This is a great way to get out of the weeds of your service library and see what your clients are going to experience. So take the feedback that you get from your clients and your team as you're using the tool. We used to have weekly meetings to debrief what people were saying about our proposals from the two or three people in our office that send out proposals. And we would action those changes and think of what other services we should make that common change to, to really tighten up our service library and our customer's experience. So that's the iteration part. Um, also how the 
services and proposals are triggering workflows in our workflow management tool, you may have to go and tweak your workflow management tool and the steps that are in it to make the process a lot more smooth. And in the end, everything's going to smooth out and become as easy as you hoped it'd be um, when you s decided to get into this uh, revenue model. And I, I hope this has been a very useful video for you, a little bit of a demo of Ignition. And I'm sure that the Ignition team would love to give you a demo of the product and see how it'll work to fit your firm. 